Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. If it's big enough for two bedrooms, that's sort of our requirement because it's better for your cash flow. So if we can put two bed, uh, two bedroom unit in the basement, then in, uh, we put an offer. Mm-hmm. So. So driveway. Driveway. Ceiling height. Ceiling height. And then you just imagine bedrooms and kitchen and living room potential downstairs. Yeah, because you can always add windows, right? You can add them. You can make them bigger. Uh, that's just sort of part of construction or part of renovation. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are my basic, cause you can't really ra- well, you can raise the basement, but yeah. you kiss cash flow goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so Wendy Bradley, thanks for coming. You're welcome. Glad I really to be appreciate here. It. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm just going to read the slide real quick cause this is pretty impressive. Three duplexes, 1.3 million net worth. I love how you shared that. I really appreciate that. Just keep it open, right? <laughs> 110,000 in gross rental income, about 25,000 in net cash flow. focuses on duplex. Uh, conversions and the goal is five more properties within five years. Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming. Glad to be here. So first of all, I think we should give a round of applause for Wendy for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> so thanks for being here. Yeah, my um, pleasure. I guess tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Well, we started uh, investing in real estate about five years ago, and I lie, four years ago. And we have obviously three, uh, currently three, whole three rental properties and our own. We have some vacant land. We're involved in some land development uh, projects. We do uh, private lending um, and we work with uh, joint ventures, uh, joint venture partners uh, also to invest in real estate. Um, As of late, I've been asked a lot to uh, do some coaching. So I do some coaching as well, a bit on the side to help new investors kind of get started, what to look for, uh, what to be aware of, things like that. Um, and uh, we actually haven't bought uh, a rental property in a couple of years because of other projects going on. But um, those of you starting out, keep going. <laughs> Just do it because real estate is, is like, I don't want to say money in the bank, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, after two years, we hit millionaire status just after two years with real estate investing. So and, and my advice is, is don't make excuses because it, they'll happen. So yeah. if I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm this, I'm that. It, it's true. It'll, it'll happen if you keep saying it. So yeah. just uh, we're uh, working with um, like other folks, like I said, do joint ventures and some coaching and uh Curtis asked me a couple times to do some speaking and some other uh, venues asked me to do some speaking, which I totally love because, I don't know, I just <laughs> I yeah. just got to get it out there. Like when we started, we knew nothing. We thought you could, um, uh, let's see, buy a property and half an hour later, as per TV, it was all done. And <laughs> so that's not the case, by the way. And uh, we thought we'd start out by flipping uh, because that's what they did on TV. And... Um, we realized that buying a property and holding it had a much longer term value than flipping. I mean, flipping has tax implications. Anybody who flips here will know you've got your HST and all that stuff. But with 
buying and holding, um, we actually, uh, what's the new term? The burr? Mm. Anybody know the burr? Uh, which is buy, uh, renovate, Refinance, rent, all the rent, repeat. Yeah, so so that's what, basically what we do, and what we look for is um, bungalows mostly that we that we can convert. So what they are, they have to meet obviously the the local building fire codes, all that stuff. So ceiling heights and all that, and then if the, if the base requirements are there, we purchase the property and then we legally duplex it uh, with permits, all that stuff. Um, and then once we have it rented, then we'll refinance and head on to the next project. So sometimes the challenge is getting your first one, but once it, I think we got our first one because I sold my primary residence and we used the equity in that to buy our first one. Right. So, yeah, so looking forward to keep on going. Yeah. What city are your properties? Kitchener. Yeah. Kitchener is a little more, uh, let's say, duplex friendly than uh, some of the other <laughs> cities. <laughs> So yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. So about four years has been. Yes, four years so far. Yep. So what what got you interested in real estate then originally four years ago? Oh God, it was reasons. way longer than that. Um, I think I was about twenty years old. I was a single mom at the time. You know all that divorce stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> and. Uh, um, I had seen some commercial on TV, like one of those info things, and it says buy these uh, cassette tapes. You guys might not know what cassette tapes are, but <laughs> <laughs> cassette tapes. And uh, um, you would listen to these, and it would tell you how to invest in real estate with no money down. So I was so excited, saved up my pennies, and I bought this thing, and then realized everything was for the states. And I was yeah. so disappointed. Yeah. And so I, I did listen to it, but it didn't help me at all, which was unfortunate. And fast forward a, a couple of years, and here we are. <laughs> Cassettes. We're going to look at the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. into these programs that are, then you find out later, it's like, oh, don't talk about space. it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't, don't, do don't it. bring me there, man. $8,000. Like $8,000 yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, and, so, yeah. yeah I'm, I, I want to dive directly into yeah. the duplex bungalow. So when you're when you're looking at a bungalow, what specifically are you looking for that's going to make it a good opportunity? First thing we actually look for, can we do a drive-by? And if the driveway is not going to work, just keep going. Because the driveway. The driveway. Okay. Because you have to have a specific size. The city requires a specific size of a driveway in order to um, have duplex. They'll let you park. They can park in tandem. But as a rental housing provider, don't do it. What, what do you mean by tandem? Just so everybody understands. Uh, one what in front of the other. Yeah. So you're upstairs tenant and you're downstairs tenant. But if you've got one working night shift, one working, and it's like, can you let me out? And it's like they hate each other. No, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then you get the calls. You know. So that I, I would never recommend ever doing that. So we, uh, we do a drive-by to see if the driveway can actually be widened and if it's long enough. Like we need like something like 11 meters in total. So. If that fits, then then we move into uh, looking at the property. Uh, we usually don't look much upstairs. We head right to the basement to make sure ceiling heights uh, meet, uh, meet the city requirements, which currently they have to be six foot five finished. Um, there is some talk that they're going to try and change that to six foot three, but that hasn't happened yet. So, but things change all the time with the codes and and uh, requirements. So, so we do have to if the if the ceiling height is high enough, then um, obviously we make we kind of look around where you're going to yeah. put this, the, you know, where place everything, and uh, if it's all good, if it's 
if it's big enough for two bedrooms, that's sort of our requirement because it's better for your cash flow. So if we can put two bed, uh, two bedroom unit in the basement, then in, uh, we put an offer. Mm -hmm. So. So driveway. Driveway. Ceiling height. Ceiling height. And then you just imagine bedrooms and kitchen and living room potential downstairs. Yeah, because you can always add windows, right? You can add them. You can make them bigger. Uh, that's just sort of part of construction or part of renovation. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are my basic, because you can't really, ra well, you can raise the basement, but yeah. you kiss cash flow goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what, what else would you be looking for that would make it, I guess those are sort of your minimum requirements, yeah. what would make it extra good? Like A walkout basement is extra mm -hmm. good. Yeah, so we, uh, that's the preferred property we look for is a walkout basement because the general, the ceiling heights in the basement are higher. There's way more light. Mm -hmm. uh, if you add another window, it even increases the light even more. Um, now, in saying that with the windows and stuff, there is a base requirement from the city for window sizes. So, um, like, for example, a living room has to be a minimum of 145 square feet. And then your window has to be 5% of that. So it's kind of a light uh, um, ratio that they're looking for. Um, but if you have a, a living room that's 200 square feet, it's, the light still only has to meet the minimum of the 5% of 145 square feet. I know it's a lot of numbers, but the city can help you with that. <laughs> yeah, that's all outlined, really, yeah. the city of Kitchener yeah. document, right? Yeah. For so once we acquire the property, um, we uh, do the drawings. We go to the city, get the permit. Uh, and then right away start construction. Um, we always focus on the upper unit first because we try to get that tenanted as soon as we can to cover some costs. And what we usually do is we give the tenant, offer the tenant, they never say no, but we offer the tenant $100 rebate a month. So you see why they never say no? Um, um, so uh, to put up with the noise in the basement. We actually had a tenant when we were done. She said, I kind of miss the noise. <laughs> a lot. Oh. All right, <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty funny. But <laughs> and it's all part of your uh, part of your um, you know financing stuff like that. But we never put that in the lease agreement that you're giving them a hundred dollar rebate because then you can only increase it based on that decreased hundred amount, mm -hmm. right? So. 